Open the word of the Lord this morning to Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1, the beloved physician. Wrote two books in our New Testament, the Gospel of Luke and the book of Acts. A companion of the Apostle Paul, writing to Gentiles, we consider him to have a different perspective on things than some of those Gospel writers writing for the benefit of the Jews primarily. But Luke chapter 1. Now we're Americans this morning, and you have heard the words, we the people, and blah, blah, blah. You have heard the words, four score and seven years ago, our fathers, and blah, blah, blah. And my blah, blah, blah is not being disrespectful, it's just meaning, and so forth and so on. But look what we have given to us in the first four verses of the Gospel of Luke about the document that has segregated us from the rest of the world and from much of our nation. And that's the document of God's Word. I read to you the first four verses, and I want you to consider the dogmatic confidence that Luke had by the Holy Spirit. This is not mere human opinion, but God's inspired Opinion of his word. Luke 1, verse 1. For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are most surely believed among us, even as they delivered them unto us, which from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word, it seemed good to me also having had perfect understanding of all things from the very first, to write unto thee in order, most excellent Theophilus, that thou mightest know the certainty of those things wherein thou hast been instructed. Amen Amen and amen. The gospel record of Jesus Christ. In the first verse, a declaration of those things most surely believed among us. Almost everything else you have been taught to believe by the world, we can question because it is not established with finality or certainty. Not like this. This is God's word. And so it tells us that the gospel of Luke, and the same is true of the gospels of Matthew, Mark, and John, the gospels of Luke are a declaration of things most surely believed among us. And so this book of the Bible segregates and separates us from most of the world. Luke goes on to explain that as many, Matthew, Mark, John, have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things because they were eyewitnesses and had them delivered in the first person, face to face. Verse 2 tells us that. Luke says it seemed good to me also having had a perfect understanding of all things from the very first. Usually when we hear words like that, we want to think that a person's rather arrogant or haughty. When it says, having had perfect understanding of all things from the very first. But this is by the inspiration of God and the help of the Apostle Paul. Most excellent Theophilus, I've chosen to write unto thee in order. I'm going to give you an orderly, systematic explanation, description, and history 
of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you, Theophilus, in that fourth verse, might know the certainty of those things wherein thou hast been instructed. Theophilus had been taught the gospel of Jesus Christ. He was converted sufficiently in his understanding of it, and Luke is writing to confirm him in it, to further strengthen his faith and understanding and knowledge of the life and doctrine of the Lord Jesus Christ. These four verses are wonderful. This is our history book. There is no history book that you can find that you can guarantee its veracity, except this one. And this one has words in it like this. These aren't the opinions of men. This is not some conglomeration of so-called Christians, Masons, Deists, and maybe a real Christian thrown in among them. This is the inspired word of God, and it separates us, and we should delight in it. And we're going to turn its pages today, and we're going to read things, and we are started into five chapters of John that Matthew, Mark, and Luke did not give us, and we want to delight in them. This is what separates us. We want to be Bible Christians. We want to follow Christ according to the Bible. And here's the confidence that Luke had who was the beloved physician and companion of Paul, and we want to have that same confidence as well. Thank you, blessed God, for putting these things in writing to us. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Father in heaven, we bow the knee, the knee of our heart before thee. We bow our heads. The whole family in heaven and earth is named after thee. We are the sons of the living God. Thank you, blessed Father, for choosing us out of this world to be your children. O Lord, have mercy upon us today. We are pitiful children. We are little children. And we do gladly accept our Lord's description of his own apostles as little children. We do not know how to go out or to come in without your blessing. We are worse than Solomon in our flesh. But Heavenly Father, we are more blessed than Solomon because we have the finished scriptures, the New Testament of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the permanent, present, indwelling power of the Holy Ghost. Be with us this day. We thank thee for the confidence that you inspired from the pen of Luke to write these wonderful verses. We're thankful for America. We're thankful for the preamble to our Constitution. We thank thee for the Gettysburg Address by our President Abraham Lincoln. But, O Lord, far beyond them and far above them, we thank thee for the inspired record of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, the Lord Jesus Christ, the only hope of our souls, the Redeemer of all sin and iniquity, we thank thee for him. Heavenly Father, be with us today. Grant us a great measure of thy spirit and open the pages of scripture to us that we might rejoice together in the things we see there. Let them bind our hearts and knit us together as a body in Christ that our praise and worship to thee will be with one mind, one heart, and one mouth. Father in heaven, forgive us our sins. We come out of the world and our worldly activities, 
to sit in an assembly of your saints as we do this morning, asking thee to forgive us for the flesh that we have yet and the worldliness that we still succumb to at times and the devil who casts his fiery darts at us. Lord, strengthen us anew this day and forgive us where we have veered from the path of righteousness and the highway of holiness. And bless us to be reconvicted today by your power, your word, your spirit, that will go forth from this place to serve thee more perfectly. We pray the same blessing, and yea, even more, on all the assemblies of the saints throughout the world. Bless them this day. We ask in Jesus' name and for his honor and glory. Amen.